meatballs. Do the star. Sweat if you want to. Sweaty balls. Do y'all remember the episode um, that Betty White was on and they talked about her crusty muffins? Because that's one of my like all time favorite SNL moments. Crusty muffins. Yeah. I haven't seen Saturday Night Live in this was like nineties. Gap. It was, I remember it was on a gas tire and Molly Shannon, and they had like this radio talk show where they were like, "Really deadpan." I'm very excited to have you on my show today. And that was when they did the sweaty balls bit, but they had Betty White on there, and she was talking about her crusty muffin. Is amazing. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> they were funny. Uh-huh. Those people were funny. But that's what I feel like right now. Yeah. Wearing these headphones crowded around a yeah. mic with you. Mic a microphone checkup. <laughs> how is my crusty muffin? Well, muffin. how about I, I prefer crumpets over muffins? Oh, <laughs> I do love a good crumpet. Such we, an underappreciated. We have some. You have crumpets? We bought some crumpets. Yeah. I actually never had a crumpet. You've never had so, a crumpet? I'm going to go on a limb and tell you guys I like crumpets more than I like English muffins. Yeah. They are far superior. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I love yeah. English muffins, so that's um, <coughs> you would love a You would love a crumpet. You would. They're a little bit more spongy. They're spongier. And so they absorb like whatever you put on it better mm. with the holes. Yeah. They're more bubbly holes. You know, you get put some honey on there. Yeah. Oh, wow. Talking about stuff I would never put on an English muffin. It's a taste explosion. You don't put honey on an English muffin? What do you put on an English muffin? Like eggs and stuff. Kickback sauce. Oh, I I put usually peanut butter and honey. That's cool, too. I have no judgment. I put four tablespoons of Frank's. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Four four tablespoons. (laughs) I put four tablespoons of Frank's Red Hot. I do the cinnamon challenge. On an English muffin? <laughs> on your crusty muffin. You put four tablespoons of cinnamon on your crusty. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, once it again, happens. we've devolved. Yeah. Straight to jail. <clears throat> so should we introduce the show? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Bibro Show, colon, the podcast. Uh, I, <laughs> I was working on some levels because we were trying a new thing today. Uh, Evan is in his Atlanta studio, of course, and I'm in my Chicago studio. Uh, but but joining me in studio is our dear friend Allison Kendrick live yeah, in Chicago. In Chicago, so we're we're huddled around a mic. So if 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 anything gets too hot, uh, then you you know sorry just, not sorry yeah just yeah get get over it. Deal what if it gets that. too hoth? Hoth. If it gets too hoth or hot. Too- too goth. If it gets too goth, then you're it going get, to <clears throat> It might just get goth. It's going to get pretty gothic up in, here up in, in this episode. It will, actually, yes, because what are we talking about today? We're, we're doing a little post-mortem of an uh, experience that we all experienced together, a tour that we all experienced <laughs> together. An experience that we all experienced. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, of course, that's going to lead naturally to a lot of talk about vampires. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. They're so hot right now. They're so, so hot right now. Vampires are so goth right now. They're so goth right now. Vampires. Yeah. 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 So how are you, brother? How, how's it? How's Atlanta, Georgia? Good. Atlanta, Georgia is a little chilly mm. uh, for us. Not by Chicago standards, of course. But um, uh, yeah, it's on the. It's been on the chillier side. Uh, otherwise, it's great. It's nice. great. It's um, you know, it's Atlanta. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what they do here. <laughs> what do people do here? <laughs> I feel, oh, no. I feel no, like you've been Great. saying that about Atlanta for a while. Yeah, I, I remember talking I to you I'm, like I'm, I'm, in 2015, and you saying that. Um, well, I'm a miserable shut-in. Oh. <laughs> um. So no, it's everything's fine. Everything's good. Everything's dandy. It's uh, I think Chicago's having a pretty mild winter, so it, it's you know, uh, so you know, you're, it's probably not too hot there right now. No, it's, it's not. Um, it's more hot here than yeah. hot there, Got so it. to speak. Yeah. So what are we what are we talking about? We're talking we're ta- we just we're talking about the jump tour first. We're talking about right? a gentle children tour that that ended in December. So it's been a couple of weeks for us to to process and sort of yeah uh, still know, recovering from 
Yeah, a little bit. Are you still recovering? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not fully like back in my groove yet. Yeah. I'm still kind of feel like I'm still. I'm back at it, but kind of spinning my wheels a little bit, going, "What am I? What am I supposed to do?" <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it's for those of you who have never been on a, a tour of, of any kind, doesn't have to be music related. <clears throat> um, uh, or I should say for those of you who have been on tours, uh, you will know that they can be quite um, tiring. Um, in fact, we have a first timer with us uh, today who can attest to this probably. Um, it, it takes a lot. You're, you're on a you know, I, I think from outside looking in, people might think that it's 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 just fun and partying all the time or, or whatever and then playing music but it's not not the reality is not quite like that in fact um allison we can just ask you what what was what did you think this experience was going to be like before you did it and then once you were in it and then once you were done did did any of that match up with what you what you were expecting yeah i thought it was going to be fun and partying all the time it, <laughs> and, it, and it was neither fun <laughs> you know because i i had never met the members of jump little children before going on tour with them so just no yeah i'm just kidding now i i um i i i think the thing that shocked me the most even though both of you warned me about this on this very podcast mm -hmm. was how little together time there was. There really wasn't a lot of downtime and there really wasn't a lot of time that we all spent together as much as I thought that there would be. It was kind of a, yeah. everybody goes to their own corners and does their own thing. And then we come together and get the jobs done that we need to do, you know? So I, I think that yeah. surprised me the most. Um, yeah. And, but, but did you feel like, I mean, I can speak for myself, any, because you're in this case, 11 people in a rolling, uh, hotel room for the most part, and you're, you are working together the entire time, any moment that you have for yourself, you immediately grab it. Did you, did you have that experience for yourself as well? Yes, I, I did. And, and I think you kind of take for yourself what you need, which for me is usually socializing. So, um, oh, so we were like crawling in our holes and you were like, Oh, so where's everybody I need to recharge? <laughs> I'm an extrovert. I'm yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but too, I mean, it was fun to be on said rolling home because we got to roll into a different city and I got to see friends who live dispersed all over the country. Mm. So that was fun for me. Um, and I tried to, but I, so that was one thing that, that surprised me. I thought I would have, you know, time in each city to, I know we had talked about like, we were going to try and find the best lattes and milkshakes and, you know, yeah. granola emporiums. And there wasn't. That, that went out the window pronto. It did. <laughs> oh yeah. Bye. Uh, so that, that did shock me. Um, you know, I had said, let's watch a bunch of Marvel movies. And you, Evan, had laughed at me and said, ah, when? And we <laughs> we didn't have a lot of time to watch Marvel movies. Well, um, two things that aren't that yeah. aren't fair about about having someone so new to the road in with people who've kind of did it for many, 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 many years is that we we've we developed habits that we're not even aware of. And. Mm -hmm. Evan and I talked about in the last podcast that you think you forget when you're not on the road and you think you can get on a bus and you can carry on a, a relatively normal lifestyle or or do some work or do anything in downtime and it's just not fair. So not only did we have this these coping mechanisms that we had honed over more than a decade of touring and, and you were like, oh, but that's not my... That, that's not my, you know, uh, mechanism, but, but yeah. So then, so then you're, you, you, you had a couple of things that you wanted to, to kind of experience and we, and we were experiencing it on, um, on our own ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. On your own levels. On our own levels, on our own levels. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, I, I do want to kind of course correct though. It was a lot of fun. And so even though there were things that were surprising. Yeah. Uh, we did have a good time. I did get to see people that I don't get to see every day, including the members of Jump Little Children and Hula Hi-Fi. Right. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk in a minute about a fun little thing that Matt and I did all along the way. Yes. 
Um, so there were opportunities. Um, but you two were absolutely right about the limited time and mental space we would actually have. Uh, and I, I didn't listen to you. So yes, I was surprised, but no, I, I shouldn't have been surprised. But you can't really, yeah. it's the kind of thing, it's one of those things you can't listen to, to someone tell you yeah. and, and, and understand yeah. in, until you're in the situation and you are experiencing it. Mm-hmm. So uh, we, we were, I was telling Allison the other day, Ev, that, that another person that had never really been on the road like that was our friend uh, Danica. Dora and we, right. so yeah. we were we were kind of like we were hyper aware of trying to give these two newbies a, a, a fun time and to walk away and have a have a you know positive experience and yet also try to take care of ourselves. Yes, <laughs> it's very complicated. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I know. It's I, I I learned from the past couple of tours, you know, now that I'm 45 and not 20, whatever, that um, or even 30, whatever. Uh, I, I just I learned <clears throat> to be greedy with my energy because one thing that that we do, the jump does that that uh, maybe not every band does, is we we you know there's the work that you do during the day. There's the loading the unloading just kind of the grunt work the sound checking whatever and the performing which you have to enter the performance with what you hope as a certain energy level right so you can do your job correctly and 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 leave it on the stage as as well as you're able to um but then what we do um that other bands might not do as much is we always make a point to try to talk to people who come to shows uh and that that is kind of the fulcrum point where it can go um, you're, you can get really drained and it's not, <laughs> I don't mean that talking to people is, gosh, you guys are draining us. <laughs> I just mean that, you know, uh, you're on and then you're still on. You just, you're trying to keep your energy high and talking to people and, um, and thank them for being there and all that good stuff. And then by the time you're wrapped up, um, there's just, you have to be really, um, careful cause you're like, okay, now I gotta be in bed. I gotta make sure I didn't touch anyone's hand and touch my face because <laughs> uh, it's, you know, it's winter and whatever. Um, so yeah. Um, so I learned in the past couple of tours, if I didn't, if I wasn't really greedy, no matter, you know, if, 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 if friends or whoever came up and said, Hey, you want to go to a bar or whatever? Uh, after the show, the answer was always hell no, <laughs> <laughs> no way I'm getting in my Jimmy jams. Cause if I don't tomorrow is, is just effed. So, um, I know it's so it's such a funny it's such a funny thing. I think it's imagine it's just so different than than how people imagine. You know, it's and, and, we, and we're of course we're super nerdy and wallflowers. It's, you know, we've never been you know the Motley Crue model of uppers and downers and booze and hospitals, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you know, we've never we've never we've never done that routine. Um, but. Um, Anyways, anyways, okay. I, I I hope that you had fun, and I hope that Danica had fun. Um, it's a it's it's yeah, it's a wacky old it's a wacky old thing. I, I did. I, I had a lot of fun, and I've t- I've talked to Danica a little bit after the the tour, and we've just shared our kind of gratitude with each other, not to get too hokey here, um, about what uh, what a, what an experience it, it was, and, and how lucky for both of our first tours to be with you guys. We know that we kind of got a, a royal treatment traveling around on a, on a real live tour bus. Um, yeah. that, you know, yeah. you kind of set a, a high expectation for future tours. Um, but but yes, uh, uh, shocked, delighted, all of those things. But but I feel like we really did all collectively hit our stride towards the end of it. Um, and I definitely <laughs> walked away with a really positive, um, you know, memory of all of it. So and you two are still talking to me. So I'm thankful for that as well. We're still here. We're still in the room. It's still I'm still in the room. You're still visiting the studio. Uh, I wish Dana was on the show. I'd love to hear her thoughts about it. Uh, I certainly one of my highlights of of that month was getting to play with with her and Josh, yeah. um, and 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 play that that beautiful music. It was so much fun. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, and I, I know that getting on a bus is <laughs> on your first go out is is maybe not necessarily the best way to do it. Um, but or is uh, it? 
Or maybe it is, as long as every other time out you're on a bus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. Yes, of course. Spoiled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Anyways. You're spoiled. Um, were, did anything surprise you about the experience? Um, it didn't surprise me, but it did reinforce how hard y'all work with everything that you just said from load in to load out, but then the additional work that goes into being active parts of the community that, that you've helped create um, and, and just kind of what professionals you are. Um, it, so uh, getting to see that firsthand, it just always is a reminder of how hard creatives, artists, musicians do have to work to do what they love. Um, I was surprised that I never got sick of going to shows. Well, that is surprising. That, I, I, that, I'm surprised by that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, A month full of shows. Yeah. The same. And, and, you know, Jump very famously, you know, does not switch up the set list very much. Uh, and we never switch up arrangements of songs. You know, we're not a jam band. So if I were you, I'd be like, um, cool, y'all are going on. I'll, I'll going to go back to the bus and watch Mandalorian. <laughs> I, I, I candidly thought that might happen. And it never yeah. did. I, I always felt kind of gripped by this. I, I can't, I can't miss out. I, I need to know hmm. what's going to happen. That's you know. Fun. So I, I think that surprised me how much fun I continuously had at the shows. I keep waiting for my own tipping point of when, like, Jump Little Children isn't my favorite band anymore, and it, it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Thanks. weird. Wow. Brother, did anything surprise you about this experience? Uh, so I, I think I've mentioned before, maybe I mentioned on on another podcast, <laughs> I could get so confused, but I I feel like I this one was was a little bit hard for me just uh, mm-hmm. just just based on on, you know, missing home more. And, and the fact that this was not our first rodeo, not even since 2015, that this this really was the tour that we started to hit a stride. We started to get used to things like a tour bus. We started to, you know, we, we played the same venues that we played last year for the most part. So I kind of, I kind of was pleasantly surprised at how, at, even though it was, it was difficult, I also was pleasantly surprised at how well I acclimated to that and, and how, I lo- how I did take care of myself. At, at the end, it was a little sort of training wheels, but I was like, oh, okay, here's, here's a job and here's, and here's, um, here's what the job needs to be done. And then, and then like it went, if, if I was feeling a little bit tired or run down or, or exhausted that the, the extent that the fans pumped me back up, brought me back and gave me a, a really solid solid reason and solid foundation to be on the road and to do this every night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was, that was, uh, it's not surprising, but it's always surprising. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, I, I know I say it almost every time. So, and I've written about it and I, I talk about it, but then when it's actually happening, when you go out and, and you talk to people and they, they're, you know, Everybody said twenty years, twenty years, and I cried and twenty years, and I was like, "Wow, I'm, f- I'm feeling you." I, I, I remember twenty years ago. I, I was there too, obviously, because <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're all here. But it, that that sense of community that lives on, that exists outside of the band, always surprises me. And I know that's probably hard for people to believe, but it it really is true because on, from this side of things. From being part of the thing that created the community, I, I joined the community as soon as I could. Meaning, I, I think you could take the stance of being, you know, accepting the fact that you are the the leader of a community or the person who starts it. But I wanted to be in it as soon as I could. So it, it just always it just always shocks me that it's still going and and so powerful and it just means so much to me. So. Yeah, yeah. It, right. and I I noticed that too, and, and I'm in the unique position of having started in that community, and crossed over, and just seeing how warmly I was embraced, still as a part of that community. Yeah, did did surprise me to see it from this side of it too, and, and to see just the warmth with which the the fans 
greet you guys and are still so excited. I'm I'm not shocked by that, but I was a little I was a little shocked by how readily I was embraced playing well, that, sides. That moment at the the very last night of the tour, uh for those of you who don't know or <clears throat> weren't there, um there was a there was a large group of 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 this community we keep talking about that that uh, gifted Allison just basically gave her a, a, a token of their appreciation for what she had done and and the time that they had, she had spent with them and she she is one of them and and it's it's this community taking care of her mm-hmm. and I just it gutted me I just mm-hmm. I I saw this happening I experienced it I went backstage and I just wept I just it, oh. it just is so much bigger. It, it's so much bigger than jump little children, and it, and it 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 really it really is so much bigger than us. And I I just it it it's amazing. And I couldn't cry, and everybody was waiting for me to cry because I'm known as being an emotional dirtbag sometimes. Dirtbag. And I think because I was I was shocked. I was legitimately shocked. I, I no part of my brain thought. You know what I bet people are gonna do. Yeah, um, they did a good job of they and and so many of my friends that I love and trust and think I know so well kept it from me. The, yeah. the people that I was sharing a house with somehow hid it from. And I'm I'm always that asshole who finds out about the surprise parties or or anything else. Yeah. Um, and I had no I because what part of me would think you know what I bet people are gonna do? Um, and it, so it's funny because people were waiting for me to cry. And I, 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 I think that tells you how shocked I was. And I couldn't even have an emotional reaction because it felt like an out-of-body experience. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, special stuff. Very, very special stuff. I nominate that, <clears throat> that the opiates um, become the band. <laughs> right just let the like you said the you know the community it's been around since the beginning of this band i think you guys should just inherit the mantle <laughs> sure i think uh, that's or we great... franchise yeah we could just franchise right wasn't and, like war or and something. You, you, we can be like an all all women version yes um a uh you know whatever like different like like man or astro man uh, yeah. do you remember that band yeah how they did that yeah um, they had different versions of the same band going touring around. You know, you so, joke, but there that actually has been talked about on Opium that the opening band should be like Doug McDonald playing the jump songs that y'all refuse to play. <laughs> oh man, I'm in. I, I'm in. I'm here for that. Yeah, yeah. So, we love it. So there, there, there are some times on the on a tour where you do have downtime. You have a day off. You have stuff, or certainly you have your own personal downtime, and and you, you're going to watch a show. You're going to read a book. You're going to get in your bunk, whatever. And um, so for for those of us who are Star Wars fans on the bus, um, every week uh, an episode of The Mandalorian was coming out, and we all tried to gather around. There's a a TV and whatever on the bus, so we would gather around and and watch that. But um, Allison had a different idea. I actually can't take credit for this idea. Um, I have several friends, both of you included, who for some time have been ushering me into various you know television shows and movies and things like that 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 were previously out of my comfort zone because I am a you know kind of self-proclaimed pansy. Um, and one of those a pansy, a pansy, a pansy, a pansy, about what? About everything. About everything. That, can we say? Can you say pansy now? Is that I can. should be? I can call myself that. <laughs> you can say. You can say. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what people. I, I don't know what people can say. Anymore. I am. I am she's, a she's delicate a, little flower. You yeah. guys, come on. You know that's about me. You're, you're about snowflake. about specific things though. About, about horror. Uh, yeah, I do not. I horror. do not enjoy horror. Anything Scary. remotely in the horror vein. So, so I had several friends who really have wanted me to watch Buffy for some time now. One of said friends, Buffy the vampire, Buffy slayer. the vampire yes. slayer, the series, not the movie, not the movie, but I did go and watch the movie. Ultimately. You did? Um, it's not that bad, actually. It's, it's okay. Pretty terrible. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's not, it's, it's, it's no Joss Whedon, but it's, yeah. it's I've seen worse, but anyway, you, you um, watch the important stuff, which yeah. is the series. Yeah. So it was deemed originally probably too scary for you, but I just had this this curiosity inside of me. Uh, so for one of the nights, uh, we had a night off. We were the, the bus was stationed in Alexandria, Virginia, and Matt and I got off the bus and went to go stay with our friend Jenna, who in her apartment had the complete series box set, which led Matt and Jenna to kind of nerd out about it. 
Mm -hmm. um, Buffy fans that they are. Yes. Yes, Buffy. It's one of the first things that I that I know that I know that someone's going to be okay. That that I that I will. If there's any lull in the conversation, I can always bring it to Buffy. If I see, if I walk in and 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 on their shelf, I see the entire boxed set of 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 Buffy or Firefly or you know some some (laughs) just be like. Remember season three. Remember season three. But it, it's funny though. It is it is Joss Whedon specific because it, it you know there is there is so much nerdery surrounding that man and and the the shows that he's created and it, he does there is like a well it, it is a fanaticism that is I'm not going to say unmatched but it's it's pretty powerful you mm-hmm. know the Joss the Whedon verse so anyway so I I walk in I see. I see Buffy on the shelf. I'm like, oh, Jenna Cohen, yeah, let's let's go. And and so I that was what I was said. I was too scared of it, but I've been curious about it. And, and so Jenna immediately is like, yes, let's go, let's do this, Buffy. We're going to. It's going to be fine. It's going to be great. I'm a little nervous because I've been told I I might be too scared by it. So we put in. <clears throat> and, and so then Matt and Jenna kind of got into a. Do we start around season one? Mm. Do we just leap straight to season two, which is really where the fun begins? But you know, no. Let's start from Beauty Base Zero. Let's get all of the character background in. Um, mm-hmm. I, I had never seen the movie at that point, so they gave me a couple of details. We get on the couch. We start Buffy, and Jenna is clinging to me in case I get too scared. And, and she's Aww. she's very lovingly <laughs> ushering me into the Buffyverse. Um, and, and she tells me, you know, the, I'm sorry that this is going to be a spoiler, but, you know, you've had 20-plus years to watch this. <laughs> you know, the very first opening scene, uh, you know, the vampires can change faces. They have their human face and their vampire face. So we meet one of the vampires. She's got her human face on. Jenna grabs me and says, I'm sorry, this is going to be really scary. And then she turns around vampire face on and i start laughing hysterically yeah, it's hilarious it's hilarious so bad but in a great and entertaining way um and, <laughs> and i think that was the point that we all knew that i was probably going to be able to handle this yeah so that night we stayed up too late for a night off like we should have been good and gone to bed early but we started buffy so and then it ends on kind of a cliffhanger and i had to know what happened next so we ended up watching two uh-huh. or three yeah there's two maybe i don't remember um, episodes that night. I'm hooked. Obviously, I have to know what happens next. I'm already. I, I could. I really couldn't care less about Buffy, but I. I immediately hooked into Giles, Xander, and Willow as right. characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, so yeah. I really wanted to know what happens next. So I think it was the next night on the bus. Everybody, you know, we we load the trailer. We celebrated cozy pants o'clock, which is the time that we all get out of our. <laughs> real clothes and into Mm -hmm. our cozy pants and everybody goes to their bunk and I'm sitting there thinking, well, I want to watch more Buffy. So I opened Matt's curtain and asked him if he would please come watch Buffy with me. And that was kind of how that little nightly ritual began. The the nightly ritual of, of, of Buffy. And it, it, it's, uh, for people who don't either haven't experienced this or, you know, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, oh, that's his cheesy nineties. TV show, you are correct, mm-hmm. there, but there is something very strangely magical about it, uh, and I think you have to be the right person, maybe, mm-hmm. to for it to hook you. And I think it, I think it's absolutely true. This show is not about Buffy. Sarah Michelle Gellar does a great job, but she's she's never, in some ways, the the glue that mm-hmm. grabs you to this to this particular you know, series that did so well and was such a big part of, of people's lives. But it, you know, you, I think that, I think that's the real test is if you, if you, if you watch a couple of episodes and you're like, oh, I'm, there's a feeling that this gives me that I can't quite put, (laughs) because it's so ridiculous. Mm -hmm. It's so ridiculous. But I, there's a feeling that I'm getting from this that either like, you know, brings me back to high school or, or, or brings me back to having best friends or, or brings me back to killing vampires. I don't know what it, whatever it does for you. Joss Whedon is able to ca- just capture that in a bottle. And, and, and as somebody who was a teenager in the nineties, what it did for me is it, it, it took me back to my teenage years in the nineties, but injected a really great storyline full of a bunch of different characters that I, I instantly cared about. Yeah. Uh, which is, 
I think interesting. And and so it got me thinking, which is why I was like, hey, Matt and Evan, let's talk about vampires. Yeah. Because so I mean, I, I, as I've already admitted, I don't have a lot of experience with a lot of different, you know, horror genre. But I have mm. I've at least watched Twilight, which is obviously uh, the only thing horror about Twilight is how bad it is. Um, but it it got me thinking it's horrible Uh, it it did get me thinking just about the different and I've watched some episodes of True Blood I've seen Interview with a Vampire a way long time ago but it it, it got me thinking about just the different ways that Hollywood portrays vampires and Mm -hmm. it's fascinating so I think one thing that, that the Twilight saga does with their vampires is that they make them the ultimate predator by making them so beautiful that you're just enraptured by them and you just you you have to they lure you in that way whereas mm-hmm. a lot of other you know kind of more basic hollywood vampires are these gruesome creatures sure. who are killing machines um and so I couldn't help but kind of draw parallels there. And so I was interested in kind of hearing from you guys about what some of your favorite, you know, so now that I'm, I'm in, I'm, I'm, I'm as an update. Uh, so we finished season one of Buffy on tour. Actually, the last night that we were on the bus, we realized we had two episodes left. Matt and I had this moment of like, are we going to do this? And we did it. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I, you know chewed through season two and and now i'm i watched half of season three in one weekend um so i'm i am i'm hitting my stride with with this but it it kind of makes so is the show right now oh my god i mean season one i i I agree with with matt and jenna's you know no we need to start her from the beginning but season one really is terrible there's no budget like the makeup the oh come on yeah no come on it's not terrible it's dated no they can't even like talk through their teeth like it's like oh my gosh i'm going to kill you like (laughs) it's laughable it's entertaining but laughable do you think that's just because you're you're less forgiving as an adult or as someone who's just just that's you know, a consumer of, of modern <laughs> filmmaking, like, or is it just, it, it looks like a B movie. doesn't matter. Well, but the thing is, is that first of all, and that's an interesting segue too into like watching this as an adult versus watching this as a hormonal teenager, mm-hmm. but also like, no, because the difference between season one and, and so far seasons two and three are night and day. So it's not a nineties thing. It's a budget thing. It's a, you know, it's yeah. a, willing to take a concept, you know, to actual mastery level performances thing. But, you know, I ju- I don't want to give away spoilers, but there was a major villain in throughout all of season one that you get to see again in, in season three. And even he was so much better and so much more believable and scary as a villain right. in season three. Um, yeah. But it's interesting because so I've, I've Jenna has, has who we've mentioned a lot, but then also my friends, Megan and Anna have been major Buffy fans since it came out. And so we have like a group chat going where I kind of give them updates about where I am and I'm reacting to these things. And it's so funny because things that absolutely shattered their hearts as teenagers, I mm-hmm. could not care less about. <laughs> right. But then other things I'm getting, you know, I, I'm betting when they watch, like nobody was crazy about Giles, the watcher librarian. And I think he is a hot man. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. He's still he's still hot he's still, to this day. I, I could not care less. Sir about, Anthony. Hitt. Yes. I, like, I don't care about Angel. He kind of annoys me. I, mm-hmm. Like, so things that have happened to Angel that just wrecked and ravaged my friends as 16 year olds, <laughs> as a 37 yeah. year old. I'm like, no, nah, man, like, whatever. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's all very interesting. But, you know, now that we've I've opened this up, uh, Evan, you got me to watch a zombie movie because you told me it was a musical, which it was. Um, oh, yeah. So I, yeah. I feel like I'm I'm now I'm listening to true crime podcasts. Like, I feel like I'm just having wow. this new, you know, coming of age, awakening wow. renaissance of like, what have I been missing out on all these years? Yeah, pain and suffering. <laughs> Bring it on. Goth. I, going back to your question, the interesting thing, probably Evan's experience is the same, is that vampires never scared us growing up. And they... Uh, no, 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 no. That's definitely uh, not that. Not scared, not scared, but just like, I, I didn't, I didn't, it wasn't that I was not, I, I wouldn't not go to see something because a vampire was there. In, in other words, like, I read books. I read, I read all of the Anne Rice books. I read... I read other things about it. So I actually 
put off Buffy for that reason, thinking, oh, that's a jokey, mm. that's a jokey, corny, silly thing uh, yeah, yeah. that is related to horror that I, that I enjoy. Uh, but then I was both correct and, and wrong. Because remind me, when did you watch <clears throat> Buffy for the first time? It wasn't. When it aired. No, no, it no, was, no. It was my, my friend Nick was, our, our friend Nick Doyle was, was begging us to watch it. He was sort of the first person that said, no, you really, you really should give this a chance. It's going to, it's going to be great. The first episode I ever saw was in New York City with a friend. And, uh, for some reason it happened to be one of the most famous episodes that you haven't gotten to in, in season. Well, that was season five. Is so, it the musical episode? Uh, well, that's also famous, but but <laughs> this this other one uh, is very famous, and it, it, it's, a, it's sort of an emotional experience, and and I couldn't appreciate it at the moment. But then seeing, you know, flash forward, seeing that that same episode a number of years later with more experience under my belt, it it really is extremely powerful television and. But I, I, again, I saw this in New York, and I was like, "Yeah, okay, great, fine." But uh, when I finally sat down and 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 went on that that journey, thanks to Nick, uh, I, yeah, I did kind you of start from the it. beginning? Did you? Think I did. Okay. I did from the very beginning. Yeah. Evan, what yeah. was your what was your <laughs> entry into into Buffy? Ooh, whoa, <laughs> poor choice. <laughs> my entry into Buffy um, uh, it was not long thereafter I think Matt started doing it and I was still of the attitude of like uh, WB uh, can't be good right? I, I hadn't been really you know I had seen an episode of uh, probably an early season on TV when I had TV um, years before I actually started watching it in earnest and um, it definitely scratched something in my mind of like that I knew like like the um, the things that I love about Scream, you know, the, like that kind of like teen drama horror stuff. So it, it but um, touching back on on fear of vampires, I will and then also kind of dovetailing with what you were saying about <laughs> vampires in Hollywood. I remember being very young. Somehow I'd gotten a a, a comic book version of of Dracula, of the book Dracula, and being very scared of that. <laughs> and I remember dad having to, I was, you know, terrified to go to sleep that night. It was just mm. some, you know, the whole story just seemed so gruesome. And, uh, you know, I was convinced that Dracula was going to come in the night and, and take me away. And so dad had to <laughs> come in and explain, well, <laughs> that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> um, so that was very scary. And then, the, and then something that I will not probably for a moment that I will is <laughs> burned into my psyche for the rest of my life was um, when the 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 mini, the TV miniseries for Salem's Lot the first one I should say the original one uh, aired and um, it, our grandmother Kiki had come up from Spartanburg and we had all set up and we're watching it. Um, uh, I was still pretty young, a little bit older than, than having after read Dracula, but it was that you, me, uh, mom and Kiki, that was it in, in the living room and, um, turned out all the lights and it was real spooky and fun. Everybody fell asleep except for me. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and here I am up and I don't know, I'm like seven, eight, nine, I don't know. And, uh, uh, there's a scene at the, towards the end where the protagonist is in this kind of root cellar and he's trying to find like the main vampire and he can't see him. And then back behind him out of this hole, um, start, you can just see these white faces appearing out of the darkness. And I lost my mind. <laughs> I was out of my mind. I've never been so scared mm. seeing something now. Uh, I understand what you're saying, Matt, that that's never driven me to not watch horror since then. You know, I, I've never had the feeling of like, oh, I'm not. Well, that's not true. I, I do. I do have that feeling with uh, horror that's really depressing or that's overly violent and visceral like that. that I, but that's less about like, oh, I'm going to be scared and I don't like being scared. It's more like. It's, it's, I don't like being sad or I don't like the feeling of pure disgust. <laughs> so anyway, um, that's my early, early days experience with vampires. Um, I love, and uh, as a side note, I love, I love Johnny's earliest oh, yeah. memory of, of vampires. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll tell yeah. it real quick. He's, 
three, four. He's in like preschool or something. Maybe he, kindergarten. Man, I was talking about Jonathan Gray, the bass player for Jump Little Children. For yes. those, those of you who possibly don't know Thank who you. he's talking about, right? Thank you. So yes, our our bass player is is five, four years old, and, and they're in an auditorium. All the kids. Basically, it sounds like the the teachers just wanted to have like a little break, and they wanted to play a movie to entertain the kids. <laughs> yeah. So oh they they filled this auditorium with kids, little tiny, tiny, tiny kids, and they kind of put on a movie, <laughs> and they just sort of walk away, thinking that the movie was probably I don't know, Lady and the Tramp or something. Well, it turned out yeah. to be <laughs> Nosferatu, <laughs> the, the classic, you know, nineteen twenties film about this horrific, and and I think they were called back into the auditorium by the. Screaming, screaming of, of an of auditorium full of tiny children. Oh, I love man. that. I love that story. Poor Johnny. <laughs> Johnny awesome. had nightmares about that yeah, Johnny. For, for a while afterwards. So it can, um, it can yeah. affect you, surely. I mean, it's scary. It's, it's, it's you know, and you could, you could go into the, you know, what, what vampires mean as far as what, what they are an indication of in society and so on and so forth. Uh, but it's it's funny that they're not super popular right now. But I feel I'm feeling some sort of uh, resurgence. I don't know what it is. I feel like it's oh, almost really? time. Yeah, kind of. I thought yeah. that they were they've been gone for a while. And it's, it's been zombies for yeah, it's been zombies, it's been zombies for time. way way well, too and long. Well, I think we collectively as a society need something to erase the pain that Twilight, being kind of the most recent yeah. vampire. <laughs> Um, See, but and Twilight wasn't ever a part. Of, I mean, I knew that Twilight was there. I, I actively ignored it, um, and I still had vampire fixes. Maybe I guess Underworld was mm-hmm. a little bit before Twilight, and maybe overlapped a little bit. Although the sequels got worse and worse and worse, so I, I was still getting my vampire fix despite that. Um, but I guess you're right. Like just in terms of mainstream public consciousness, it's it it, it put a hurting on vampires. It, it didn't make it cool. No, they're not cool anymore. Although there's a there's a new Dracula series out that See? I have not yet watched. That's what I'm have saying. You, have, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Have you have, have you seen any of it? I have not seen any of it. I don't. Yeah, I've not. I, I'm going to probably give it a shot. Is it worth it? Well, I haven't seen it either. I I, I was intrigued because it's by the same people, Mark Gaddis and um, oh. Stephen Moffat, who who created Sherlock. Um, so that was intriguing, Weird. but then I saw a headline on my, and I didn't read the article cause I didn't want to see any potential spoilers. Um, but on my favorite nerd blog, IO9, they say that it starts out strong and then gets really disappointing. Oh. So I haven't ventured, of course, that's not going to be Elisa's thing anyway, but I haven't started it yet. Mainly because I'm still finishing up by Marvel Cinematic Universe timeline and i'm getting towards the end so once that's done then i'll have <laughs> bandwidth to yeah, watch but other speaking stuff, of but. speaking of the marvel cin- cinematic universe they are they are bringing back the the well the one marvel vampire uh character in in the in the year or two coming that's also blade blade is, is coming back yeah the man responsible for there being a Marvel Cinematic Universe at all. I, I know that um, you're. I know that you're very excited about DC's <laughs> foray. No, that's not. That's not DC. That's also Marvel. I'm so sorry. Uh, you're talking about Morbius. I'm yeah, it's on Morbius. The, it's the Sony. It's the Sony side. It's oh, the Sony geez. side. I know you're excited about that. Come see the Sony how, side. Of how Marvel. excited? Yeah. Uh, well, it's not just that. It's AK. It's. Yeah. It's it's my my number one favorite actor in the world, um, yeah. portraying the character of Morbius. Who is? Uh, who is the Jared one Leto. and Jared Leto. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Evan, no, Evan oh, he's not. the worst. Okay, he I was like, worst. Uh, did you notice how though I, I took the mature approach and just yes. said interesting and looked the other way? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't oh, even man. make eye contact with Matt in that moment because I was no. uh, hiding my pain at thinking he was actually your favorite. So I think we named a, a podcast or a video mm-hmm. based on the fact yeah, that Evan Evan really really doesn't like Jared. Leto. Oh, I hate him. I hate him so much. He he actually would have been perfect <laughs> on a show like True Blood that was just so over the top mm-hmm. silly that's true uh he would have been great on that um 
And True Blood has I, I gave up on True Blood after a while because it the first couple of seasons was pretty fun. Although it's you know if you're if you live anywhere in the South, you know the accents will insult you. <laughs> um, uh, and it's it's just ridiculous. And you know, uh, bless her heart, she's she's doing the best she can. But it, it just became about fairies and witches. It just got more and more absurd. But um, he would have been good on that maybe. Um, I, but I don't want to go see any movies with him ever again if I can avoid it. Your favorite movie of his was uh, Fight Club, of course, where he gets repeatedly beaten up, right? <laughs> Wait, oh, is it, he's in Fight Club? Oh, yes, he's the one whose face, his beautiful face gets dis- disintegrated multiple times. Oh, yeah. So are, are you excited about Blade? Allison, have you seen the original Blades? No, of okay, course not. So, so maybe that needs to be, oh, that was going to be one of my questions for y'all was, you know, now that this is going well. You? Where am I going next? Right. So yeah, I mean, that's a great question. It is. It is a very unique take on vampires. Probably one of the more, one of the most unique. I mean, it did start off as a comic book character, and and it, Evan's right. Blade really did sort of usher in this new world that we live in with with everybody. You know, superhero movies being the number yeah. one thing. Uh, so it's very interesting on that level. You know, it's. Uh, yeah, what do you? What's your? T- how how would you can? How would you uh, urge her, Viv, to to Gosh, see? There's so many vampire stories, and 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 like where where to go that is still light enough that you're gonna handle it. I mean, it, it's it's my favorite ones. We we were you know we have a list of ones here that we're all kind of looking at. Dracula, Interview with the Vampire. That that's like the the teen story that Matt and I grew up with. Uh, like when I was in high school, it was all about uh, Anne Rice and those books, mm-hmm. um, which you may or may not have read those books, or you might have seen some of those movies. Um, the movies are not very good. Um, and then of course, Twilight, True Blood, Queen of the Damned. Uh, what we do in the shadows, I'd say, is definitely like the next step for you if you haven't mm-hmm. seen that already. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very funny, very light. It's not at all scary. The TV show is um, great. That's that's one that keeps coming back to me. I, I keep hearing that over oh, and just, over and yeah, over just, again. So. Just go for it. And I haven't seen the show yet. It's supposed, to, you know, like you said, it's supposed to be great, or it is great. Um, if you if do you like superhero movies or that's just not your thing? I do. I, I like. I don't think I'm ever going to be like a, a comic book enthusiast, <clears throat> but like, of course, I love all of the Marvel stuff. I I have failed you in that I haven't even begun my timeline journey, but I've enjoyed watching them all the first time and and out of timeline order. You might like Blade. It's you know it's more it it, it leans more superhero than than vamp- vampire. Vampires. Are you on vampire? True Blood now? I am uh, than vampire, but it is it's bloody. It's bloody. Um, it has one of Evan's th- favorite quotes of all time. Yes. Oh man, I, I use it pretty much daily. Um, uh, and that quote is. I say this is where you share that. Um, there's always some motherfucker trying to ice skate uphill. Yeah. I was just about to say something about rolling uphill, but yeah. I, I, one day I'll actually remember it. Or is it, I always get it wrong. It's some motherfuckers are, yeah, no, there's always some motherfuckers trying to ice skate uphill or some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. It's one, it's one of those. It's, it's, it's and, multi-use. It, it, honestly, yeah. Like, de, like think about your day and how you could use either one of those interchangeably yeah. and it describes some, some asshole in your life. So much. Um, <laughs> Um, the other superhero-y alternative, um, is the movie Underworld you might like. It's, it's, I wouldn't say it's scary at all. It's, did you like the movie The Matrix? Yeah. Um, if you liked The Matrix, you might like Underworld. It's, it's a, it's a vampires versus werewolves, uh, story. Um. So Twilight. Well, (laughs) but... But Sorry, no, they're not they're not werewolves in Twilight. They're shapeshifters. Let's let's okay. get that right no, or pay the price. No... It's... Sorry, say that again. I said they're not they're not werewolves in Twilight. They're shapeshifters. 
Oh, really? Yeah, that's that's the Boring. Uh, sorry, spoiler alert. That's actually a twist. You don't find out until the very end that yeah. this whole time they thought they were fighting werewolves. And then somebody from some ancient uh, vampire council, the Volturi, comes in and says, well, actually, they're shapeshifters. So that so was they could the, be anything. Was, they sorry. could be. But I guess they were called to a specific form because of the uh, influx of vampires in this area. Much like kind of Buffy is called to Sunnydale because, you know, it's on the Hellmouth. And so the the shape that they took was was werewolves because the werewolves were able to, to take down the vampires. Okay, yeah. so what? We, let's come back to Twilight in a second because I'm a complete. I, I know nothing about Twilight, so I actually want I want you to, you to set that up for me. But let me just finish the underworld thought. Uh, no, it is nothing like Twilight. <laughs> it is. Um, there's no romantic triangle kind of situation there is a romantic story sort of embedded in it but um it's 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 it skews more superheroes and and stuff and leather uh, everyone yeah leather up, and vinyl it's very tight. blade i mean it's very um yeah it's, it's kind of blade meets the matrix okay yeah um and uh it's the first movie's fun like i said the sequels get less interesting but um kate beckinsale and and skin tight vinyl yeah. come on you're good with yeah. that. Um, uh, but, Scott, but, Scott Stapp, Scott Speedman, whatever, whatever the name is. <laughs> it, is it is Scott Stapp from Creed. I mean, they both from much, Creed. They were looks, separated at Birch. At Birch. At Birch. 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 He really does look a lot like Scott Stapp, the one of the one Ooh. of the lead actors. But my favorite, of course, is uh, Bill Nighy. He is, oh, he has oh. a turn that is. Just delightful. I do love it's, him. It's I want to really say that great. that put him on the map. map. It might have. Like as a as a in the states anyway. I mean, Whether or not he likes it, yeah. But uh, he he became super that, and then Love Actually, and then he was probably mm-hmm. super famous here. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a hoot. If for no other reason, watch it for that. For sure. And it, I just don't think it's I don't think it's very scary. It's no. it's it definitely more violent and serious than Buffy. It's not fun and and snappy and and Joss Whedon-y. Okay. Um, but no. what is? What else right. is? The only other place, honestly. The, the the place you should really go next is Angel, um, despite the fact that that Angel, like Buffy, is the least interesting character yes. on, on Angel. Um, but that's okay. There's plenty. There's Fred. There's you know, um, well, I don't want to give too many spoilers, but there's everyone else is awesome. Well, but it's, so it's my a, and Matt and I have have come to blows over this. My least favorite character on Buffy is Cordelia. And it, it's so funny because so many people that I love and respect so much all love Cordelia, but I guess so she continues into the angel verse. It's, it's pretty much, we love Cordelia because of angels. Okay. <clears throat> so part of me. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, you're, you're meant to hate her right now. She okay. sucks, okay. but she, she gets her shot at redemption. Okay. Um, yeah, and I then there's a, characters not yet introduced to you who we probably shouldn't talk about yet, okay. but um, it's it is. I'll say this about Angel: it's a far more consistent show. Um, you've been riding the high up till now with Buffy, mm-hmm. and then after season three, it gets shaky. But Angel is pretty solid. It, it doesn't ever reach the high highs that Buffy no. did, but it, it's it's very solid all the way through. Um, plus, it has uh, my my. Uh, one of my all-time Hollywood um, crushes, Amy Acker, is in it, and uh, uh, she's the best. So um, that's probably your next high step, and then and then go beyond vampires and just keep. I'd say ride the Whedon verse and go straight to Firefly. Don't go home. I Do am, collect two hundred. Firefly is hundred. I've already told Matt that that's definitely where I'm going next. Yeah, it's it just the only sad thing about Firefly. Is that it ends one season? Yeah. One season. But I, I do keep seeing one season in one movie. I yeah, do keep right. seeing um, talk that no, for real, Fox is actually talking about bringing it what? back. So, but I feel like that well, surfaces every couple years. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, they're bringing everything, everything else me. back. I don't know. Um, I mean, I they're trying to reboot Buffy. Boo! Sidestep to the last episode of Biv Bro's show when you shared that one of your new shows to watch is Suits, Evan, which I'm a oh, yeah. huge fan of, and I was trying to talk Matt oh. into considering it, and I, I, he was absolutely ignoring me and telling me no, no, hell no, yeah. until I showed him, what's her name, J- she plays Jessica in Suits, is yeah. in Firefly, yeah. and now he's interested. Zoe. Yeah. So. Yeah, Gina, Gina's on that show. She, of course, is fantastic. Uh, she's um, probably my favorite part of that show. So. Sure. 
I mean, she's just, she, you can only imagine that in real life, she's just as badass as mm -hmm. she seems to be on the screen. Um, you know, you just reminded me, there was an old 80s or early 90s show called, it was like Canadian, like Night Stalker or Night, Night Stalker. something. It's like a vampire show. He's like a vampire cop. Wow. Um, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Canadian vampire cop show. What's it called? Uh, Silk Stalking, no, Forever Nights. <laughs> yeah, you should go watch that. You're gonna love that. Yeah, sure. You're really selling it. But yeah, I'll give you the I'll give you the the breakdown. Nick Knight is an 800 year old vampire working <laughs> as a homicide detective on the graveyard shift in modern day Toronto. As a result of his feeling guilty for centuries of killing others and seeking redemption for his acts, most of his colleagues are unaware of Nick's true identity as a vampire. Only his friend, city medical examiner Natalie Lambert, knows about Nick's and identity as a vampire. <laughs> wow, this is really badly written. Um, anyway, I, I don't actually recommend you see this. It's, How could it's we get you a job reading subpar, you know, show plots <laughs> for yeah. a living? Oh man, That's, That's... we should just we should just start producing. Um, trailers for shows that are have already been canceled. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's, I, I guess I'm going back to the fact that it's it's time for vampires to come back. This is sort of a segue way to to let. So, people... what kind of vampire show do you want to see, brother? Well, I, you know, I think I think that I'm I'm open for I'm open for some new stuff. I feel like I feel like something like Buffy is is. It is time for it to make a return because, you know, our, you know, mom, mom enjoyed the the soap opera called Dark Shadows, and there was a lull, and then we had Buffy, and then I, I feel like these, these sort of, uh, groundbreaking fun, I could go for a new, a new like, uh, episodic character driven, non, not not over overtly horrific uh, TV show is what I could do. Like, if they could, if they could pull off a, a good HBO version of Vampire Lestat, that could be interesting. Sure, yeah. Right? If they could do that and do it without it sucking. Yes. Although, maybe, maybe Anne Rice is just um, too trashy to be interesting. I don't mm -hmm. know. I bet they've tried. I bet they've tried. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I think it's, I don't know. It feels like, yeah, it feels like it's what, time. So what, what's your favorite kind of, so so here's the thing about Buffy. Buffy's not really, Buffy is not is not at all a story about vampires, right? right? It's, a, it's a story about, um, Life on a you know, being the, being the chosen one. It's a right. chosen one story, um, you know, and Buffy is coping with, her this duty that she has to perform and that is this that's Buffy's story whereas you know there's a there was a, actually a vampire story recently and I never really watched it I read the books it's uh, called The Strain mm. um, and that is a straight up vampire story that was not good um, you know uh, yeah I, I think I watched part of an episode and it, uh, not good um, it's so so I was going to say, it's interesting that you say that because suddenly in season three, especially, I'm seeing a lot of correlations between Buffy and Harry Potter. And it's exactly oh, that sure. chosen one where she gets really mm -hmm. a little bit whiny and why me? Mm -hmm. And you don't understand what I'm going through, which is ex mm -hmm. exactly what we see, you know, kind of Harry wrestle with that. I, you know, I would give all mm -hmm. of this. I didn't ask for this. I would mm -hmm. take my parents back in a heartbeat to not be this. Um, and so all I'm now seeing, so it, it's interesting that you say that that's really and truly because I I've been wondering yeah. why am I why am I getting so much Harry Potter out of this and, and, and Luke Skywalker I mean mm -hmm. you know any chosen you know like insert any chosen one story yeah. here sure. and um, and of course in, in in Buffy's case the reason why it's it's so amazing is because Joss Whedon knew how to make every other character like. I mean, how, how many chosen one stories are there? Like millions probably, mm -hmm. but he knew how to make every other supporting cast member somebody that you either felt like or you knew. Mm -hmm. um, 
very few of us can relate to the chosen one, you know, um, and, you know, when, except that we, we kind of wish, I mean, I definitely had this feeling with Harry Potter reading those books, wanting to be the chosen one. Like I've, I've had that desire of, Ooh, I want to be special. So I think we can all, you know, find ourselves in that somewhere. But, uh, Joss in this case, he just knew how to, build out that world the same way that Lucas knew how to build out the world of Star Wars and make it feel like, oh yeah, this is, this is a real place. And these are real people or aliens doing real things, uh, despite how badly it's written. Um, yes. but it, it, the way that it looked, um, you know, kind of space, even though it was set in a galaxy far away a long time ago, it's obviously there's spaceships and stuff, but this stuff looks old, right? It feels real. Mm-hmm. Anyways. I, um, I just wanted to say to comment brother yeah. on, on that is that I think you've, you've hit it. I, the reason that angel is not, I don't have the warm fuzzy feelings about angel that I ever had about Buffy, even though it's a Joss Whedon thing, even though it's a, it's a, you know, it's, it's a spin off. Uh, Angel was never about the quote-unquote Scoobies. It, it, it was always larger than life. It started out as a, you know, I, we're saving the world, but we're, you know, th- there's that whole corporation plot. There's like, it's a much, it's a much more outward thing. Uh, Firefly is the ensemble. And so we love Firefly because it's, you get to know he Joss Whedon is exceptionally good at 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 groups. That's why Avengers, I think, was so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, team team writing, team yeah. team writing, and then you know something like Dollhouse, which was focused on one person. I couldn't I couldn't do that. Angel had you know it had its moments, but still didn't have that kind of. Exactly what you were saying. You, you, I. Not only do I not identify with Angel, I don't identify with really anyone else in his crew, and that's okay. It's a, it's a different slant, but, but he does, he does the. Oh, I could be that person so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm exactly like the Hulk. <laughs> and, and 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 he also does an excellent job of showing you that person but that's still that person is still a little bit heightened reality you know it's like they, because they're all speaking with his snappy voice right. and you and you re, you know that right it's this i get the same feeling when i've read tom robbins or kurt vonnegut or something and and i think you can compare Joss Whedon to people like that, mm-hmm. who, you know, his voice is so strong that he's coming out in every single character. That's not always good, um, depending, but, uh, like nobody in your real life talks that snappy. Right. Um, but it's so much fun. He's so freaking good at it that you just, man, that's good. That's good TV. I'll watch that all day. Mm-hmm. Chosen one stories. Um, I want them back. I'm ready. I'm ready for, I want I want some ensemble works. I think it's time for the. I think zombies. Well, is, Joss is coming out with something new. So eventually, it's not it's not vampires, but it's it's something. Okay, I'll I'll be. Have you I'm, not heard about this? I'm on board. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm on board, and you know, <clears throat> he's not he's not always 100, percent but I'm on board for sure. Um, to see what see what's next. Ak, do you feel like you have a a path forward? I do. And I would also be interested, the four or five people that are listening to this, mm-hmm. uh, to see what you guys would prescribe next yes. for, my, uh, mm-hmm. for my vampire expansion adventure. Please, uh, please. I'd love to hear. And I have. I have gone into zombies as well. As, as What was the name of the movie, Evan? Let's plug that. Anna. Anna, Anna versus Anna. the Apocalypse. Oh, my God. So good. Yeah. Um, Anna and the Apocalypse, brother? What is Anna, it? Anna, Anna, Anna and the Apocalypse. That sounds right. Yeah. Anna Ann or, or, or Anna uh, really something. great movie to watch on Christmas night. That was, that was, that was how I spent my, <laughs> my evening, uh, to, uh Shaun of the dead. Have you seen that? A long time. Like when it came out, yeah. I mean, I know okay. what, a decade okay. old, but, um, that's, that's arguably I mean, I, my favorite. I've done that one. I've done, I've done, um, uh, zombie land. What was the other, oh, yeah. um, the love story yes. uh, uh, that came out? That was good. Yeah. I don't know. Probably seven or eight. Yeah, I haven't ago. seen that. Broke. Uh-huh. Oh, can't remember. Brokeback Mountain. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Brokeback Mountain. 
<laughs> the ultimate zombie story. <laughs> what, if, what, if Mountain turns, what if he turns into a zombie? <laughs> That'd be quite God. a statement. That would really be a I mean, statement. It's like, yeah, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. I've never seen that yeah. or read that. Did they make that into a movie? Probably. Yes, that sounds familiar. Or, or it's one of those. It's like Jane Austen or Pride and Prejudice or something. Yeah. But with was it Kara Knightley? I feel like she did. Uh, like because she's known she, for doing many. She's of those. in Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, but I, I feel like she's done something. I could be and making zombies. I could be making this up. But yeah, no, that's a thing that has happened. It may not be Pride and Prejudice. It may be another. Well, we'll we'll have a whole episode on once you once you bone up on the on the whole uh, a vampire thing. Then we can do as a zombies. Uh, episode two, though I, I again I think it's I think it's time to move on to either bring something back or, or move on to something new. It's probably time. And speaking of moving uh, on, I, I guess we help. should say we yeah. should probably say Do good that. good day for the day. Uh, it sure has been fun to have you, AK, both uh, in the studio and on this podcast as yeah. usual. Thanks for letting me come on and ramble. Of course, um, for another hour or so of our lives. Um, and yeah, now Matt and I have to get back to work, yeah. uh, but this was a really fun lunch break, Evan. Yeah. Thanks for taking yours to do the same. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, brother. Yeah. Of course. I mean, I'll talk about Buffy any day. All right. Well, Spike. 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 Uh, well, I sure do love you, brother. And, uh, and as, you. as, um, and I'm, I'm sure that we'll, we'll talk again next week. Yes, we shall. As always. We're brought to you by Bivens Brothers Creative. Yes. Dot com. This and and today we're brought to you also by AKShouts.com. That's true. Um, please go check us out if we can help you with your your website or your digital marketing needs, um, or if you just want to talk about vampires. Yeah. All of those things together. Yeah. Uh, and, until next week. Until next week. Namaste to you and your friends.